are now tuning to Rico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. You're now rocking with the best. Looking for the realest motherfuckers on the net. Street certified shit, nigga, this is it. That Clico Vision Radio shit is lit. Most Hollywood, Don Knotts be the shit. Number one podcast, now it makes sense. Got them in the zone, now they telling all their friends. Listen one week, then they listening again. Sound way better on the second time around. Sound way better when the record's playing loud. Real hip hop, not the same mainstream. Not the same names with the lame 16. Round the whole world. They should all take heed If they ain't real They should all pay fees It really ain't a fight When you're training You came to win Get ready Let the games begin Motherfucker Ladies and gentlemen Welcome back Welcome back Clico Vision Radio Back in the building I'm your host Bumps Hollywood Along with my esteemed colleague Don Nacho What up yo It's episode 71 son <laughs> Episode 71 and uh, this is a special episode in my heart. I hold near and dear. Um, but we it's kind of a two-pronged episode, pause, because right now, really quickly, because I don't ever want to be accused of, you know, doing too much when it comes to Nas and the firm, but mm-hmm. it is the 25th anniversary. It was. It was. Back in October, we, we missed the boat on that, but that album actually has a lot to do with today's episode i mean real quick we'll we'll discuss the album and um you know we'll 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 get to the uh main point of the show in a minute but yeah so it was the 25th anniversary um some considered it a flop some considered it a huge success um i've always been here and there on it what's your opinion where does that fall under uh your uh, thing slap (laughs) show Slaps, y'all. Slap that ass. Straight up. <laughs> I, I feel like at the time, um, it was it was decent, right? It, it wasn't bananas, but it wasn't it definitely wasn't trash. And I but I felt like it wasn't warmly received either, unfortunately. It wasn't. I think they tried to do too much. Too much too quickly. I feel like it was a forced operation. It didn't come together naturally. I feel like now today if they were to revisit that whole uh group and try to you know put out something now i think it would be uh much better i think with or without mega with absolutely and shout out mega yo shout Shout out mega but not both both of them um and then i mean you can even throw nori in there too like everybody that they were incorporating in there uh you know, and today's episode is about half a mil. He was kind of in the mix of that too. Like, if he had still, uh, if he if he had never passed, I mean, I I think that would be great to have him involved in something uh, in the present day as well. So, recipes to the god half a mil, yo. But yeah, I mean, and that that is what our topic of this week is half a mil. Um, you actually suggested this. Um, what what made you? Uh, you know, think about him and want to do this episode out of nowhere because we haven't heard anything from or about him and Mad Low. Right. So I don't know. I can't say what actually triggered it specifically, but um, you know, sometimes I just get in my zone and want to listen to some some things from back in the day. 
So I was just, you know, stumbled on my favorite half a mil song, which we'll play later in the episode. And then that made me kind of delve deeper into like, whatever happened to this guy, right? Yeah. Because it's like, yo, this guy was fire. Well, I did, I knew that he passed away like years ago. I remember hearing about it, but yeah, I don't even remember that. I, so I was just like, where is half a mil? Yeah. Where is he now? Which is spoiler alert. Uh, segment that we shall be doing uh, in future episodes. Yep. Um, but so basically, you know, then I just did the math on the God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> did the knowledge to the God. And I watched a documentary. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but just Google Half a Mill documentary on YouTube. Uh, it's free. It was like a love story, something. It was by a woman named Maggie Hadley something. Shout out to Maggie, yo. <laughs> How do you like? We were talking offline about this. Like, how did Maggie end up in Albany Project? Well, no, the funny thing about that is, um, like I said to you before the show, if you look back on that uh, period in time, like both of our mothers were like pretty much uh, in within her age range. So, you know, what would make like a grown woman, uh, yeah, a grown adult woman, want to just go into the hood with a camera and interview people? Right. Um, not only yes, he half mill was the main focus of the documentary, but she's also there was times that she was filming and he wasn't even around. She's just chilling with his boys on the block, like yo. asking them questions and shit. Like, and you know, like I've been down around that area before. The first thing people are gonna think when they see this middle aged white lady with fed, a camera yo. in somebody's face, <laughs> like she's definitely a fed, or these dudes are snitches. Something ain't right, right. here. So, or she's straight off food. Yo. <laughs> Let me hold that camera, ma. But thankfully, she she did that because now we're left with what I think is a great story. You know what I mean? Like, it, it like I told this guy, like it's a little slow to start. No disrespect to Maggie, but uh, you gotta you gotta kind of like put in that little bit of work in the beginning to um, really appreciate how the story comes full circle. The, the name of it is Player Hating: A Love Story. Half a mil documentary. Uh, it was directed and produced by Maggie Hadley West. So. Shout out to Maggie. I know she follows us, yo. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, like any tragic story, which I think this is a extremely tragic story. You know, you got to develop the characters, and Maggie, unbeknownst to her, probably was developing mad characters, right? Whether it's the dude on the bench with the cracks in his hand. Yep, or fucking Dooliani. Or Dooliani, who ends up, you know what I mean? And you see this guy at the beginning of the show trying to, like, get on stage and everything. Like, that was half a mil's man. Yep. But there was something slimy about this guy yep. the whole time. And then, you know what I mean? Like, spoiler alert, this guy offed his mans. Yep. You know what I mean? Which potentially, you know, not to speak out of turn... Could have led to half a mil's passing. It could have. Yeah. I mean, you know, you had no idea what was going through this man's head. Another spoiler alert. Um, I mean, every piece of information that I could uh, find uh, pointed to suicide. Um, right. And his passing. So, I mean, you never know what's going on through somebody's head or what might cause them to go that route. But uh, it's an unfortunate situation. So you know what makes that like, and not to dwell too much and on the negative, because the goal of this episode is to celebrate half a mil as a great artist you yeah, know what i mean also what we do here too is i love the fact that we have in the past highlighted artists that people might have slept on or 
not been too familiar with and now we give them a chance to shine and right exactly it, you know in a lot of the time too like for example i i was well aware of half a mil i i knew who he was i didn't like follow him back when he was out but you know um over the years i heard more of his stuff i appreciated him a little bit more and then when we're getting ready to do this episode i'm going through Years worth of music and, and information. It just gives you a whole new appreciation for somebody who I didn't appreciate when I should have. So, you know, I'm 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 happy that even though it was late, I was able to discover him and how talented he was. You missed the boat, but the boat came back around it for you. It certainly yeah. did. <laughs> so, but in addition to being a great artist, the guy seemed like a real stand-up guy, right? Just from I following would, him around for those months on that. And absolutely. And I, I feel like, um, yeah, everybody has battles with being a product of their environment and whatnot. And he seemed to not really have that same mentality as a lot of the people he was around. Right. Um, and, you know, I mean, from what I gathered, it just seemed like a bunch of dudes that I wouldn't want to be around. No disrespect to them, but. Mad disrespect. <laughs> the, Mad the, disrespect. The, the mentality, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely saw, like, a little bit of us in our younger years in them, but I feel like there was also, like, a level of ignorance and not really trying to do much with themselves right but again that's the tragedy as well because like the dude that had cracks in his palm on the bench end of the documentary they said that he was found in a alley in queens yep you know what i mean like that's foul you know and at the end of the day like a lot of these kids probably felt like there was nothing else than that right or wrong that's what they felt and for this guy to die in an alley in a whole nother borough, it's a sad story, you know. So, well, you know, too, if you're gonna if you're gonna be like in like close yourself into a neighborhood or you know not really venture out and look for what else is out in the world and be closed minded, that's on you. Like at the end of the day, like you 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 determine your own fate. Yeah, fair enough. So now that we uh, are teetering on slitting our wrists open let's change the vibes right let's celebrate the man the god half a mil when you think half a mil what do you think about penalty records he wasn't on penalty yes he was this guy was on warlock yeah shout out to warlock afterwards uh i'm pretty sure that that thug one single with uh norian g rap came out under penalty was it i'm pretty positive all right, well, shout out to Penalty, but that's definitely. And not actually, what I think no, about. too. There was uh, there was like a lot of ads and stuff around the time the NORE album came out, and I'm pretty sure this guy's name was in those ads. Yeah, I can't remember. But first thing that I think about when I think of half a mil, Firm Biz remix, world famous, drop that. You are now tuning to Rico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. Yeah. Show the whole world how we handle business. It's the remix, yo. Check out my fam. Yato. Used to cop blow from Billy Barco. Little Willie's Road Chaco and Philly's Zapamo. Willie 650s with my eyes closed, designer clothes. Winding down with 
find a hoes The kind of rock diamond shines on their toes Sign throwers, nine totas, high rollers I know this, keep my mind focused Rhymes are focused, rhyme dopers Niggas can't believe my mind wrote this I was raised in a family of live smokers 850 eyes, wide rovers Fuck the chauffeur, we drive high, never sober Drive by with the scope up Black scar face poked up To the very few cats that I respect in this game If you're looking through the credits, nigga, check for your name And if it's not there, some will complain That it's not fair, the way I popped up is hot all year Like a scarlet fever, take the heart to all non-believers Moving with sharks, make it more hard to reach us Dark lips be the guard features Flashing most stacks, ball-headed as in Kojak Keep a show packed and the money close, kid Niggas on my nuts like they honey roasted Rock low shit, double XL to hide the full fifth Celebrating this life, the whole clip Stroll the street coast shitting Chose to listen Chisel dykes Froze to glisten Stole your wisdom Went against your whole solar system Chrome's dishing Two players know the mission Guns ready For Benjamins It becomes deadly Before you fire Take aim Hold steady Hold slow to harness Ski boating in Bahamas Notre Dame's Nationwide close the finest Lace jiggy Coop pushes base with me From 850s to GT Mr. BC Moe up Moolah slowed me up Froze me up Sex drive drove me nuts For the world Every boy Every girl Low fade, Afro braids, waves of curls A lot of ladies, I'm like a stretch Six Mercedes, stick them down crazy This shit is crazy The world famous, cats throw their lips to the anus Little bitch, keep the full fifth the stainless So that fake shit you came with is why I Cock the Lincoln Ave and you still push the same shit Fuck a bitch, y'all hoes is detrimental Fake Chanel shit in a rental It's real simple, when you ballin' That's when they runnin' with you when you fallin' Man, them hoes ain't fuckin' with you Motherfuckin' right, I'ma flash my one Hold my niggas down, yes, and I rep for my thumbs uh, World famous, firm families Stay tight like some virgin pussy uh. Launching off like the way a rocket explodes. Never change course. Been everywhere in this game seven years. Champagne tears for players who ain't here. Been across seas that's around the hemisphere. Rip mad arenas like Madison Square. Pulling the finest girls with the fattest gear. Lots of ass out there, but we had our share. Built a house on a mountain on top of the peak. Acres of green grass still watching the street. For the trife individuals protecting my life. Indivisible, under golf, flexing my ice. Never stress small things, what's promised to come. If you rich, then expect all drama to come. Broke niggas don't see it yet. When you get a key, I bet friends ain't friends. Girls wanna see you wet up. Hoping that you're self-destruct. Got my balls in my word and I just don't give a fuck. Live it up, wear your hand, get a cup. Niggas get the money, stay tossing it up. What? You are now tuned into Bleco Vision Radio.
Genesis. The niggas I used to know is the niggas I miss. Some is rich and hot now. Some is sitting in the mountains till their lifetime is out. Others got found laying on the ground and their mind was out. Those that still living, I hope y'all hear this. Cause y'all who I'm rhyming about. I know y'all feel this. Y'all probably lick shots every time y'all hear this. Million still in this. No losses. Still winning this. Y'all probably pushing gold portions. Cribs and gold forces. Pimping hoes who post some portraits. Wherever y'all at, I know y'all getting it. Wherever y'all at, I know y'all stacking chips. Living rich. I took this time out to reminisce on all the niggas I miss. Let the lot twist. Last time I seen you, it was 9-6. You had five bricks. Two chicks to ride with. Left the 850 out my crib. Two bottles of Chris. I won't pop them till you return. Won't even drive your car, yo. Yo, we done. like Lamar and Rallo. As long as time flow. I'ma keep you in my mind, yo. And I'ma shine. So y'all can see the sign of my glow. Thug love to all my cats who went out of town to hustle and never came back. Thug love to all my cats who in jail forever and they never coming back. Thug love to all my cats who got murdered for stacks and they never coming back. Thug love to all my cats who got lost in the ghetto and they never coming back. See, I ain't failed to all my cats in CIA jails, men in black prisons who got caught with tablets from Egyptians, Sumerians contacted by aliens, black Elohim trapped in the Trapped in the streets Hear me son Y'all probably under Area 51 Division first Prison is worse Kids niggas don't even know It's a civilization In the middle of the earth And we was tricked from birth Enslaved Whipped from birth Stripped from birth Probably Michael Chip from birth Project dwelling We labeled as High tech felon C-74 To the shores of Broadway I hear the roars in the hallway Every day all day Ghetto heaven 4-4 Or the sort of way To all my guns Who caught bodies And got caught on tape And those who got snitched off That little chicken head bitch Got pissed off and ran the lips off, fans grabbed her up Now I heard they find her stabbed up with a pitchfork It's 99, niggas is rich in New York So we still here living I don't know where you're at or if you're still love, here love to all my cats who went out of town to hustle And never came back Stretch range, paid back without the sway hat, chest plane was left to explain. We went from pyramids to projects, from projects to material objects. Still imperial, one in the same, gun in the same, floor still I'm a hundred and change. Pop corks up looted, 13 bottles of champagne. Donald going stuck, hollow point slug. I got a major team destroying your scrubs. This is what we call up. My duns brawling mess halls. Transport quarter keys and legs door. My son showed me the world and says it's yours. It's your choice, sixes or fours, bitches or whores, division is yours. Just keep it real. Vision Radio. You know where your hoe is. <laughs> it's time for the new wave of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. 
Shout out to our stats department because we just verified Donat's claim that half a mil was a member of the penalty team for a stretch. A very short stretch. I think it was just for the Thug One single, like I said, with uh, G-Rap, Mussolini, and uh, Nori. But uh, I think after that single... Um, that's where we're brought here now with the Million album that was released off Warlock, which was his own label, right? No, I don't think so because he was getting jerked by Warlock. I don't know who Warlock is. Probably two kids in a dorm room in Manhattan. Could be. But uh, Thug Ones did make this album. Yes, this uh, that was the lead single so, off the album. Perfect segue into the review, the new wave of the week, 23 years later. Million Donas, what's your first thought? Um, I think it was fire. Um, would I classify it as a five micer? No, I wouldn't. But I think this dude definitely had the potential to have that type of album. This just wasn't it. I feel like there's a little bit of disorganization with the way this was put together in my book. Like the songs were solid. There was definitely some bangers on there, but. The, the order of the tracks and whatnot. I, I don't know. It just wasn't as cohesive as it could have been. Little disjointed. I do appreciate the intros to the songs. Um, which, Smack my whiz, look out! <laughs> which definitely added a bit of flavor to it. Yo, and I appreciate, back to the documentary real quick, I feel like Matt of this was recorded in Albany Projects in a bedroom. Yeah, yo. he was He was uh, recording, and it was uh, before Pro Tools, I believe, and it was like one of those digital little consoles. Right, and had nature up in the spot in Albany P's yeah. dropping who you, uh, how you riding, I believe it was. Yeah, so, so some of these tracks... What you riding? Uh, what you riding? Some of these tracks, I'm gonna be real honest right now, and there's no disrespect intended. The mix, the mix was off. But again, you're recording in a bedroom and all. It, it wasn't that bad for what it was. I feel like where it, where it got messed up was like on the AZ track. Um, I feel like AZ wasn't in Albany P's and his verse sounds totally different than half a mil's. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. So if you check that, his, his vocals sound a little different, which I'm surprised you didn't notice. Well, so th- the funny thing about that is that's where the smack my whiz look out line came from. And that, uh, the portion in the beginning of the song where it's just half a mil, that was used as an interlude on AZ's album before the song with AZ, half a mil in nature. So... I don't think that AZ versus... Actually, you're right. I do remember that standing out to me now, but I I don't think that AZ verse was ever meant to get heard. Yeah, well, maybe not, but shout out Quiet Money, which is the name of that track. And it's also the name of AZ's record label. Right. And according to our stats department, AZ's worth five milli, so <laughs> shout out to Quiet Money. Yep. <laughs> shout out to Quiet Money. So besides the mix, besides the sound quality, which, again... I got to give the engineer mad credit for what he did with what he had. Um, Some of these tracks were just trying too hard to be like commercial successes. And it wasn't. It just didn't work. Right. Even the the joint with um, the Neptunes. Right. I didn't like that song. I really didn't. And at the time, like, I didn't really check for. For half a mil because I wasn't a fan of that song. Right, so uh, it had the uh, the adverse effect for you. It, it did, and the the Neptune sound at that time that was before it actually became really accepted. Like, yeah, Super Thug was the one off song, right? But they had a lot of trash out there at that point in time too. 
I feel like they were still refining the sound. And actually, they didn't really expand the sound, right? So it was all super thug-ish. So they didn't, you know what I mean? Whereas a Pharrell beat, obviously, for the last 15 years, you could kind of tell a Pharrell beat, but they're not just super thug. You know what I mean? They're like, it's a more diverse sound. But um, I think the album overall was fire. You know, Ali Vegas on there. That's a that's a really great song. Um, the the joint with nature. You know, I gotta say again. Even I don't like the hook, Nate. I don't like the hook, but the the song is hard. You know, one of one of my favorites off there was the "Give Me Your Love" sample off the uh, the Superfly sample. Shout out Curtis Mayfield, which was also used by Alicia Keys. Rest in peace, Curtis Mayfield. <laughs> Did he die? Oh yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, I really don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. This guy's just saying rest in peace to fucking like <laughs> icons. Wow, I really don't. Know. I I I would, I, so. I, I would assume so too. But like you know what they say when you assume. Yo, check this out. I would do that, but I'm not engaging in swearing. But <laughs> I was trying to get you. Definitely trying on, to set this guy up. Yo, I was on the road. This is this is a tangent real quick, but it's interesting, and it'll all make sense. I was on the road last Saturday down to the city. Uh, uh, Museum of Natural History, just me and Bells, right? Yeah. Dominic was with Grandma. Rude was in a New Kids concert. <laughs> Don Knotts will touch on that later. Pause. But... So I'm just, you know, Sirius XM is on. So I flip on the 70s station because sometimes I do that, right? Uh-huh. Casey Kasem is on. <laughs> this guy's still alive? <laughs> no, hell. No. I was about Rest to say. Peace. What the fuck? Rest in peace, Casey Kasem. But, you know, they play like the show from that week. So it'll be like this this week on April 2nd, 1975. Number 18 on the charts is Superfly. And so there was a... Uh, uh, Somebody wrote in like What does Superfly mean And so Casey Kasem had a quote from um, Curtis Mayfield Was like basically it's you know Anything that's hip anything that's You know your car can be super fly But it's just crazy that Back then like You know there was a whole culture of people That just had no idea About that other culture you know I mean, it's still kind of a scheme. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I don't know. With the internet and Instagram and everything, I feel like everyone would know, you know, what's dope. I mean, like, when I I see people, like, fucking uh, jumping jumping up and down like maniacs to drill music, I I don't understand that culture myself. So, I mean, yeah, the same applies for the present time. No, for for real, though. For real, though. Yo, shout out to London, yo. Straight up, birthplace of the drill music. Um, but we're way off track right now. <clears throat> um, but you know what? Speaking of genres and stuff, I feel like that's where Half a Mill kind of fell flat because he tried some double time joints. Yeah, he tried some some hits. Um, and it was just like you're trying, you're doing too much. Yes, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, the one thing that I did appreciate across both albums is this guy always. Uh, Incorporated like mob samples into his beats and shit too, like, and I think that was kind of cool. Yeah, I think that was that was perfect, and I feel like his style, what he rapped about, his substance was perfect for those beats. Same thing with Ali Vegas, like that track with Ali Vegas with that little mob guitar yeah. beat. It was like that was perfect. Yep. You know, too, like one of the things that I do love about this dude is his voice. It was like his voice and his delivery. It kind of gave you like a uh, Noriega-esque feeling. It had like, um, 
He was like a, a like a nice even cross between like Nas and Nori. Like if you combine the two, right? Then you. I like that. I like that because he had substance like Nas, but he projected his voice like Nori. He, he had an aggressive delivery like like early Nori. So when you think of half a mil, and you think of million, my favorite song off the album. Has to be that John some <laughs> some somewhat <laughs> some brothers okay some hitters no that that would be one of mine too and I'm pretty sure that that song actually debuted on the Belly soundtrack first before it made this album was it I'm pretty positive it was shout out to Tommy Buns y'all <laughs> shout out pause but shout out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out Tommy Buns drop that. It's ClicoVision Radio with Don Knotts and Bums Hollywood taking you back. Out for mine, for your shines, I blow you out your mind. You can throw a thousand signs. I'm only concerned about the dollar signs. Stashing my cheese, stashing my crack, and back in my feet. State to state, nationally, actually, factually. I fracture every member of your faculty. Send your cavalry. I got M1s and match with me. Send your cash with me. I had them niggas scared to ask me. Throw your man off the tapping Z. Other members of your clan running with a traffic beat. Holland, he busting big guns and coming after me. I'm wildin'. Shit. Ain't no acting, B. It's not a game. We ain't playing. Done, we spraying. Won't stop to everyone laying on the pavement. Every nigga you came with is getting painted. We specialize in wetting guys. Technicalized. Smithing. Westernalized. I've seen the best of them die. Especially testing out. Put the tech to your eye so you can see death. Take a deep breath and say goodbye. Some niggas blood and some niggas crit. Some niggas thugs and some niggas is bitch. Some niggas ain't got nothing. Some niggas rich. Some niggas Some niggas die fronting and some living and shit. We from the housing bricks, pussy 
year 2000 whip. We went from ounces to bricks. House on the cliff, thousands on the wrist. Got a cool wild villains that's down to flip, down to spit. Real live thugs above the counterfeit. Real live drug under the counter shit. A pound of hit. Who you ride with? Might be the nigga you dying with. Side on fire with. We shot niggas cause they was wide. Kid blue drops up. Pull rooftops up. Shoot your spots up. Put piranhas in your hot tub. Might be a bomb under the cork. Next time you pop up, nigga. What I mean, when we come together like this, incredible things take place. See, we connect thoughts to collect shorts, and only the strong survive. I love my black people. We are the future. Told me leave those 85ers alone. Blend with the wise men that buy 80G stones. Twin Mercedes at homes. Fucker just spent 10 G's alone on chrome. When I die, let take my chromosomes and clone clones. 208 bones. Microchip kids, we most dominant. You know what time it is. That's why I exist. Jump out of limo lands, fire the bliss. Why scientists applying this? Leviathan, why this? I'm surviving this. Quiet tribalness. Finalist year 2000, flying the whips. Nine cent, mind bent. 1999, rhyme a to entertainment 24 7 the same shit playing the strip living dangerous bottle after bottle soon became a ritual the patterns we follow others found them difficult i guess it's obvious as to what my hobby is the root of all evil for seen niggas body kids getting caught up the same game that left them all stuck i reminisce on vs touching my fourth cup me my only problem is i'm more fucked Knowing in my heart I can't sleep Till I bust off nuts, weed, religion For all my niggas that beat the system And those bitten, sitting since ColecoVision Y'all need to listen, it's journalistic Y'all hear the whispers, niggas in the firm is twisted Spit that fly shit that earn the bitches 
whip the throne six up the FDR. It's blessed we are. See, I never let them stress me, God, forever stress free. While twisting up logs of that Nestle, who are you to question me? It's just my destiny to kick back, kill time, and live successfully. It's Glico Vision Radio. Do you know where your home is? <laughs> it's time for the top, 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 top five dead or alive. Yeah, Al, Al, you're a fucking soccer. <laughs> you gotta get close to this bit. <laughs> top five. That's not you did. Top five dead or alive. It's just off one LP. Oh, uh, yeah, nobody expects that because no one cares about that song. We're trying to be serious over here. You guys popped out of the chair. That is the liquid sword of the week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as you can tell from now, bomb ass intro. It's top five dead or alive time. This week, top five dead or alive. We are analyzing the top five unofficial members of groups right hip-hop groups hip-hop groups because half a mil as legendary as he was as big as his splash was when he uh was featured on that firm album wasn't an actual member of the firm or was he we don't know that's don't the know. problem we don't that's know we problem. will never know but yeah all throughout hip-hop there are like well-known established groups where there's always like one or two people that, you know, appear on songs, might make a few features on an album, but they're not like part of the group. Yeah, so this week we're going to analyze this. For the new listeners, usually what we do, Don Not sets it off, gives us some bold danky. And uh, <laughs> this is hilarious, man. This guy is definitely the Will Smith of podcasting. Getting jiggy keep with bro- it. Keep Boots' name out your fucking mouth. Oh, yeah. Definitely going to have a breakdown one day. Just explode from holding in all this uh, explicit talk. But. Uh, and then I come through swooping with that old gospel, yo, the book of Job. So, Donas, hit us with number five on the Liz Pondem. Number five, I'm throwing a fucking curveball in here right, from, right from the beginning. I Raleigh fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Stash on fleek. <laughs> the alchemist. Unofficial member of Mob Deep. Yo, I almost cursed at this one, just because. <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? Queensbridge back in the building. Shout know, out to the Alchemist. We sandwich. recently talked about this Alchemist sandwich album. Shout out to the sandwich. There's another sandwich that needs to be spoke about. Uh, God. Can we talk about the Sin Joey McIntyre and Debbie Gibson sandwich that took place at the Carnegie Hall after party this past weekend? I'm not aware of it. Let the people know. <laughs> You're not aware of it? Plead the fifth. <laughs> Check out these reels we're going to post. Yo. I want to fuck Debbie Gibson. All right. Fair enough. Straight to the point. Shoot your shot, playboy. <laughs> Shoot your. You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. This is true. So I'm going to take a few of them. All right. So, yes, Alchemist number five, unofficial member of Mob Deep, fits along with Havoc's, Havoc's production style. So he just kind of became part of their whole sound. And um, I'm okay with that. And for further information on the topic, you can go back to last week's episode and listen to 45 minutes on it. <laughs> this guy's a fucking infomercial. 
right, I'm not mad at it. You know, at the end of the day, you called him the stepson of uh, Queensbridge, right? Yeah, so that yeah, makes the adopted son of Queensbridge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. We're turning into a Queensbridge episode. <laughs> let's, yo, let's try not. All right, no. So my number four, Pon Dem. Teflon from MOP. God all. Was he from MOP? Oh, I'm not going to lie. You have no idea who he is. I know exactly who he is. I don't care. <laughs> Shout out to Teflon. No, this guy had one of the most unique voices and deliveries, like, ever. He fit in. He was, like, yelling, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just thought of someone else from MOP. Honorable mention. Who? You, you want me to drop honorable well, go mention? Go ahead. Bumpy Knuckles. He wasn't down oh, with no, MOP. Oh, no, Bumpy. Uh... Freddie Fox. He was an MOP. He was definitely MOP. No, they was. might even be the same person. It's <laughs> Bumpy Knuckle Freddie Fox. It is. This guy's a fuck. Yo, never give this MOP. guy a moon. Wow. Straight up, this y'all. This guy definitely got mine erasers in the... Uh, what, speaking of which, what happened to the dry January, buddy? <laughs> that ended this January. This guy's a fraud. He's yeah. over here trying to portray this image, not cursing on episodes, saying he's not drinking for the fucking well-being of himself, and he's over here getting hammered out of his mind. How many Slot. This guy's on number five. I've only had one. Slosh buckle. Wow, what a scumbag. Shout out to Freddie Fox. Unofficial member of MOP. (laughs) I don't think he was. But anyway, back to me. Where was I? That was my number four. Number three, Pondem for the people, Mondem. My number three is going to be Capadonna. First appearing on what? Ice cream? Was that his first appearance? I think it was. On the only built for Cuban Link album. Uh, was that before Don't Be a Menace soundtrack? Yes. That was actually the following summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you could get long dick hip hop affection. <laughs> I damage any MC who steps to my direction. direction. Dial 917-160-9311. Yeah, that was the number. This guy got the number memorized for a long dick hip-hop affection. <laughs> it saved my phone. Yo, you're, this guy, I, I'm starting to question your credibility yeah, after this top Yo, five. you know what? Matter of fact, he was on Ice Water on that. Oh, was it um, where it was like... Glaciers of Ice? No, no, no. It was, I think it was Ice Water. Sample was just a guy saying, aww. Yeah. Yeah, what? That, that was out of purple tape. Yes, it was. I, yeah, so he might have been on there too, but that was the same album as yeah, Ice Cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Cappuccino. All right, I, I feel like that guy. I'm, I'm, I'm mad that he's number three. Really? I feel like he would probably be number one on most lists. No, I mean my number two. Not to suck off the bridge some more or anything. We're going with rapper Noid, Big Noid. Louise. This guy's been with Mob Deep since, I, w- I wouldn't say Juvenile Hell. Maybe he was on there. I have no idea. I never heard the album. Never will. But never will. I'm sure he was down with them as, at that point. Yeah, as long as we've known of Mob Deep, we've known of Big Noid. One of the hardest verses on the infamous album. Which one? Give Up the Goods? Definitely. What else? He was on like three songs on that album. Was he? Yeah. He was on the other joint with um, what was that? Motherless child was that on that? No, with definitely. the motherless child sample. There with Ghostface. Yes, the, towards the end of the album. Yeah. That was a motherless child sample. Yeah, this guy's letting Mad Cats out the bag. <laughs> wow, definitely <laughs> yeah. about to do the straight up. Yeah, yeah, it was Ghost and um, I feel like he was on that. What the fuck was the name of that song? 
Yeah, you, you uh, got to hit the stats department. You got to do this very quickly. Yeah, let me get the stats department on this, John. Uh, but yeah, he was on. He was on that. Um, but still, I feel like you know that that give up the goods. Iconic, yeah, no, definitely iconic appearance. Uh, I wish I was going to court for three cases in three places: Manhattan, one in Brooklyn. You know, things are looking. Hey, we're gonna send the bookings. That was the, uh, right back at you. Yes, right back at you. Not yep. to be confused with the hardest Mob Deep song ever. Well, no, it's funny back because when you. I was trying to find that single on vinyl, that's what kept coming up for me when I was doing like internet searches and shit. But you know what else he was on? What's that? Yo, Big Noid. It's on you. What's that? Party's over. Tell the rest of the crew. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, I told you it was three songs on that yeah, album. So. Way go. I'm not mad. I'm mad at where it landed. Now, when, when you're doing a podcast with Don Nods, there's no need for fact checking. I'm I'm a hip hop encyclopedia. Fire the entire stats department. <laughs> we got three nerds in the back just Googling everything. All right, so check this out. My number one. And once again, not to deep throat the bridge. <laughs> it's got gargling. <laughs> Tragedy Gaddafi. Unofficial member of Capone and Noriega. Had it not been for that man, would the War Report have been the War Report? You know he dropped an album called Still Reporting. Yes. I think they did too. And I think he was on it. He was on their album Still Reporting? Years later, like he linked back up with them and then um, uh, did another album with them. But it, I, I don't remember being that memorable. Yo, this guy told a story that when he was like 13, he was picked up by some white folks and brought somewhere upstate to like Bear Mountain and taught how to shoot assault rifles and then drop back off in the bridge. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where the I'm hell did so, you hear this I'm story? So straight up um, Manchurian candidate type vibe where it's like, here, play with guns. Now go back to the hood. Yeah. Meanwhile, this guy Tyson's up in the Adirondacks <laughs> punching fucking trees and shit. Shout out to Custom Motto, yo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, shout out to Traj. I'm not mad at it. Would it be what it is? Probably not. Because I absolutely like, Nori didn't even know how to count. Not bars, but period. Shout out to Nori. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 yo, this guy he doesn't curse, but he wonders why every artist all the smoke all want all want to beat his ass. Wow. All the smoke. Nori, if you beat his ass, I won't be mad. I won't be mad. You know his pops was a boxer, so Nori probably got hands. Oh, yeah, for sure. Matter of fact, I saw him boxing not too long ago. Uh, he was doing training and shit. Somebody on my list definitely got hands. Who? Go- I'm not going to let it out the bag. You know what? We'll start with it. Number five, Mega. <laughs> he was a boxer. He got hands. Yeah. Was not a member of the firm. But was. Was but wasn't, right? Is now. Reunited? Yeah, I'll take it. I'm not mad at it. But there was a stretch. Would, would that album, the firm album, have been any different had you had Mega on there instead of Nature? It would have been different. It would have been worse. No disrespect to Mega. Nature had mad songs on that album. He did. He. I mad feel like he kind of carried the load on Straight them. up. I feel like it was like almost a side project for all of them except Nate. Yeah, no, he was the only one with like shit to prove. And I actually, if you think about it, Nori too. Like, not, I mean, he was only on the one song, but still, like, that verse was probably one of the hardest verses on the album. If you think about affirmative action, was a fire song. So that was the initial firm, right? Yeah. So not mad at that song at all. But if we're talking about 
you take everything nature contributed to the firm off of that album, right? So you're losing a whole five minutes to flush song. Yeah. You're losing the verses on I'm leaving, right? Yeah. Um, you're losing like nature, the firm family, all those songs nature had mad verses on. Yeah. All those leave. I don't know if Cormac is gonna really fill in the way nature did, to be honest. And not to mention, Nature was on fire when the firm dropped. All the clue freestyles, like, you couldn't wait to hear more Nature. I agree. I agree. I don't feel like it was like that for Mega at that point. I mean, I was only, and this is weird too, because I mean, I was only really checking for him because he was Nas man, like at one point in time. And like, yeah, you heard him on Affirmative Action. You heard him on On The Real, like. Mega? Yeah. Yeah. On The Real, he was fire. Yeah. Right? But if you think about it, that was like 95. Yeah. Definitely, literally, bad boy mixtape around 95, 96. Um, so we're talking firm dropped in what 97? Yep, so that's a whole year of like not so much going on. You got him and Mike DeLorean dropping, that's why my Fuck man Nas and Nature, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, but you got Nature setting off track one mixtapes. on mad yeah. clue tapes. I, I agree that that was definitely the difference between the two. It's like you heard more of nature. Right. He's, he was on the train with 50 grand in his pocket. Like, bing, bong. <laughs> bing. <laughs> Yo, straight up. So I'm not mad at that. You know, I love Core Mega, but nature at that point in time was just like way hotter. You know what I mean? So number five, Mega. Number four, I'm going with sauce money unofficial member of the rock shout out sumner peas i yeah i guess i guess i could i don't know what happened to this guy but he was nice sauce money was super nice i think draws is still in contact with him like did a song with him like not too long ago maybe i don't know uh yeah i don't know where sauce money i don't know where he went wrong because he came out he was on I um, think it, to me his voice was never really that marketable. The guy definitely had bars, but it just t- something didn't connect. I I just remember again speaking of Clue freestyles, he was on the Benjamin beat with Hove, borderline outshine Hove. He was on the Face Off song with Hove. All those freestyles on Hot ninety seven too. Yeah, he was on. He was freestyling up there. He did. Um, he was on Reasonable Doubt. You know. Yep. So it was like. Then all of a sudden, you never hear from this guy again. So I don't know where he went wrong, but he wasn't down with The Rock, obviously. I thought he was. I assumed he was part of The Rock, but he definitely wasn't. Fun fact, which is going to segue nicely into my number three, is um, Sauce Money had beef with Big Pun, you know? <laughs> I did not know that. Big beef with Big Pun. Really? Yeah, so there was like... Oh, is that what started the whole Terror Squad and uh, Rock thing? Yeah, there was mad, like a long-standing, unwritten, subliminal beef between like Hove and Pun. To the point where this guy, Who Kid, got kidnapped in the Bronx. <laughs> what the fuck did he got to do with anything? <laughs> because he was on the come up and he put like a track that... There's allegedly a track from Sauce Money just completely outright, not subliminally dissing Big Pun. And so Pun called him up like, hey, I want you to host a party. Had him come into the projects. Told him to get into a van. Pulled out the pump shoddy. 
and was and this guy who kid was just like begging for his life the fuck yeah google it go on youtube <laughs> who kid begging for his life this Big sounds pop. like one of those hip-hop rumors like ghostface beating the shit out of mace <laughs> that probably happened but this is kind of like um there's the rumor that hove was getting hit with bottles and everything in the club over over this terror squad rockefeller beef yo. and his man stabbed on and made him take the blame what a chump right? <laughs> what a a-hole all right so number what am i up to three three nori unofficial member of ts Maybe, maybe. Loved pun. That's a stretch, but I loved I, I, pun. I can see that. I, that's a that you're really reaching on that. But nah, nah, nah. He was unofficial. Kinda, yeah, yeah. They was like brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever heard their song called Thug Brothers? <laughs> I did. You ever heard their song called Da 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 Da? Yeah, all fucking uh, puns out. But right. I think Thug Brothers is gonna be the Easter egg for this episode. Drop that, yo, but. Back to the Who Kid situation. <laughs> when they were filming the video, which I don't know why or where I was, for um, what's the joint off Nori's album? <clears throat> which band from TV? Yep. So they was filming a video for that, and apparently that's when the track that Who Kid dropped was played for everybody, and everyone was gassing pun. Like, yo, you got to do something. Mm-hmm. So Nori was in there, like, yo, go get him. Go <laughs> really? get him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I didn't know that. Mad, mad jewels for you. All right, all right. Yeah, this, this is a decent jewels, gospel. You know what I'm saying. All right, chapter three, verse twenty. <laughs> <laughs> we going with Redman. Okay, unofficial member of Wu Tang. Now this is another stretch, but not if you really. To like the latest Wu Tang album, this guy was on mad track, and he was also saying something about Wu Tang. Well, there you go. Yeah. Right? Man, like, red, not, obviously. Not not to fucking air out dirty laundry here. But uh, this guy's <laughs> on fire tonight. <laughs> not to air out dirty laundry. But remember that uh, Nas and Wu-Tang concert? Definitely got this guy a ticket for his birthday. And he fucking day before starts throwing a fucking psychotic tantrum. I feel like it was a solid week before. No, it was definitely like three days. <laughs> no, maybe four, maybe four. Week beforehand, all right, let me just get a. I'm not even gonna justify it. was on a Tuesday night or something. This guy lets me know on Friday that nah, he not common guy, and then I went to it anyway. Yeah, Park. no, they, he goes to he goes to it in fucking Connecticut, but we had the tickets for Newark. So, point moral Brick City shout out. Yeah, so point of the story is this I knew fucking they were gonna bring out Red Man, and then all of a sudden they made the announcement, oh, we're not bringing out Method Man. Lo and behold, <laughs> Wu-Tang ain't nothing to fuck with comes on. And then Method Man's part's about to come up. This dude comes stomping out from the back and just starts throwing water bottles at people. Spits his verse. One of the hottest moments I've ever seen in a concert. I'm mad I missed it because he wasn't in Connecticut. No, nah, and I, I, that's your karma, bitch. <laughs> that's your karma. Is that where he comes out like Mav gone? Come yeah, out, come on, come and on. he's throwing the water. But I'm gonna show you the YouTube clip, and it's gonna make you mad, piss you weren't there. Throw that reel up. <laughs> All right, wait. So then this goes back to your uh, red man. A little while later, Johnny Blaze is doing his thing, and then he brings out Redman and says the 11th member of the Wu-Tang Clan introduces Redman as that. So, yes, I will give you that. All right. 
number one. Number one. This membership was made. Now, you know me. I like to drop dates, right? Mm-hmm. I like to drop dates for y'all. So. Number one. Yeah. This occurred in the summer 2001. What a time to be alive, uh-huh. right? What a time. Summer 2001. Summer Jam Hot 97. Mm-hmm. The newest unofficial member of The Rock. Kanye? Mm-mm. Who? The one and only king of pop, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Hove brought Michael Jackson out. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And announced him as the unofficial member of The Rock. Yo. All right. How do you top Jacko? That's true. That's true. In case you don't know much about Jacko, go back and listen to episode <laughs> number like 51. Escape to Neverland. <laughs> Shout Bumps out. Hollywood gives his childhood stories Shout and experiences. Because that's what we do at ClecoVision here. We speak from experience. That is a fact. That is a fact. So, shout out um, Jacko, yo. It's the rock. Yeah. All right. I'll give you, know you that. That shit is stretching. The all years was a fucking that stretch. A little stretch, stretch. This guy's name is, new name is stretch Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fan fucking Tastic over here. All right. You got honorable mentions or not? Um, nah, nah. I mean, I do, but I'm, I, you know, it's getting late. I got, I got fucking, I got these dogs to walk. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Suck this dick.